Hello and welcome to InfraDig, the podcast service brought to you by IJ Global. With this podcast, we seek to shine the light on infrastructure and energy developments around the globe. And to this end, I'm particularly happy with today's episode. Let me start with my introductions. Me, I'm Angus Leslie Marvel, Editorial Director of IJ Global Infrastructure Journal. I'm currently sitting in Panama City at the PVP Americas. Uh, that's the conference run by the IDB. And I'm delighted to introduce my guest, Marcus Cavalcanti, uh, Special Secretary for Investment Partnerships Program, and that's for the federal government of Brazil. I have another guest in the room as well as my colleague, Albert Negron, who's kindly going to be translating for us. Marcus, welcome to Infradig. It's a pleasure to be here in this event that's being taken and sponsored by IDB. And it's a pleasure to be with you to be discussing our activity within the scope of Latin America. Okay, okay. Well, lovely to have you here. Uh, can you first start by outlining the role you play in the Brazilian government? I represent the agency that works within the executive office for the secretariat. I am the secretary of that agency, and the Brazilian government's mandate is that our secretariat manage the execution as well as the financing of the PPPs, not only on a sovereign level, but also on a supranational level as well. We also are responsible for administering the three funds that execute the financing on behalf of the government for the PPP activity that takes place in the country. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, that's clear. Uh, let's take it straight to the Brazilian pipeline and what the priorities are for projects in the near to mid future. Uh, from an outside perspective, it would appear that transport, sanitation, water projects essentially, street lighting, these are the most popular. Can you run us through each of these and give us a view on where the priorities lie? Let's start with transport. So on the transport level, we're very pleased at the moment to be executing two major PPPs that will be coming off soon uh, for the state of Paraná to the tune of $5 billion investment. That's as far as transport. We are also in the process of launching uh, a very important PPP for Brazil State Road 321 that links two important cities within the state of Minas Gerais, uh, Governador Valadares and the capital of that state, uh, Belo Horizonte. In the regulatory process, we've been very active in the water treatment and uh, we have established a new governance process to uh, deregulate and make more attractive that area of investment in the country. And there will be new projects as far as solid wastes that should be benefiting a population of over 11 million Brazilians that will be attractive as well to both the private and the public uh, investment community. 
fizemos a primeira rodada dos leilões de linha de transmissão. But I'd also like to add that as far as in the energy transition, the government has been very active in several auctions where they will be leveraging a, a pipeline of specific projects between June and September that will be very attractive to the investor community. Brazil currently has about 40% of clean energy, which it has been able to develop recently between hydro as well as other renewable energy assets. And just the state of Bahia, which is the largest state in the Northeast, has the capacity to generate uh, wind or aeolic energy uh, that should be able to double the capacity of what Brazil is producing right now in that asset. So uh, Brazil's uh, energy transition is showing results and it is now one of the top Uh, performers worldwide in terms of the renewable energy offering and it is a very important part of President Lula's uh, campaign promises to bring Brazil into the, uh, the world as the new energy provider for the world in renewables. Um, one that we didn't cover off there was street lighting. Um, I think uh, there's been a few street lighting projects in Brazil. Uh, Those projects are also very exciting, but what our government is mostly interested in is talking about the uh, new way of smart city uh, electrification. And in that sense, we're putting our, our efforts to uh, sell our assets to investors for everything that's electric transportation, as well as electrification of, of the cities. And we understand that this is a great challenge because we will need large funding to achieve this. There are many conversations, for example, with the European community to talk about the funding of this and to talk about our obligations to maintain Brazil a green country. And we are very interested in leveraging these assets to the international investment community. There is a very strong commitment from the government to pursue everything that has to do with uh, renewable transportation as well, to reduce the, the carbon effect uh, on the local population. Uh, there are a couple of pilot programs that they're instilling at the moment, but they're very open to, uh, to learning more from uh, providers of these assets in the world. Mm. Okay. Um, with uh, greater electrification across the board, the greater requirement for electricity. So your requirements are going to increase dramatically. Therefore, your production is going to have to increase dramatically. The challenge is, how do we do this without uh, using fossil assets yes. and so that we don't end up undoing everything that we want to do. Absolutely. We want to take advantage of our assets in rubber because we think natural rubber can be a very important resource to achieve this. This is where it comes to electric vehicles. It's very important to do that, otherwise we end up generating more pollution than what we're trying to save. Indeed. Can you, can you explain the rubber and how, how this is being used? 
É, hoje pelo preço, o, o... 70% of the rubber output goes to uh, air transport. So airplane uh, tires and what they say. This generates a whole new set of problems in terms of pollution that they're trying to reduce so that, that they can in turn look for other assets and substitute the assets rather than using the rubber at the moment so that they won't have to use the rubber for the, uh, the, the transport that will go into the renewable uh, stage. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, um, we're starting to see forestry appearing on the PVP agenda. Uh, now, this is a fascinating development, and I can see why you'd be looking to this, but can you please run us through the government's thinking on this front, and how many projects of this nature we can expect in the near future forestry? There is a, uh, currently an alliance with the private sector, which is... Uh, being supervised by the government so that there is a responsible way of using the assets that forestry provides and it is done in such a way that it is conducive towards the green policy of the country. So there's a bifold project, one where uh, they are harvesting the fruit of certain Uh, grains that are growing in the region, such as the, the Brazil nuts, as well as the acai, which have become very popular in the world, but at the same time using certain assets that will enrich the soil rather than deplete the soil from producing this, as well as derivatives of those plants for the, uh, the, the sustainable use of wood products for construction as well. This is important to reduce the exposure to those groups that want to take advantage of the, the tribal regions of Brazil and also that are exploiting that region. So in doing these joint ventures, we manage to give work to those rural workers without having them uh, become enticed to fall in the hands of uh, of mafias and and, and illegal uh, mining of these assets as well. Okay, so switching now on to uh, financing. Um, this is something I've been noticing of late, and I think they've actually gone and made a statement on the front. Um, BNDS, um, they seem to be pulling back a little from being the lender of first resort on PPP transactions, uh, infrastructure in general. Um, in Brazil. Is, is, is this correct? And if so, um, how do you see the role of BNDES uh, evolving in Brazil? It's very clear that BNDES has led the forefront of the PPP activity in Brazil for many years, but the BNDES has also uh, matured in terms of its behavior to the market and understands it, that it's most important function is to be a facilitator of assets rather than a, a competitor within the banking market. In that sense, we are relying on uh, the BNDES's ample experience in managing PPPs so that they can guide the government into uh, searching for other uh, financial assets beyond the governments and beyond the multilaterals. On the bond market, The government has worked hard to deregulate 
the access that investors can have to Brazil's portfolio, whereas before pension funds were not allowed to invest into uh, what are known as special uh, debentures. They are now incentivized to do so, both on a local basis and current regulation is about to be approved that will enhance the access of uh, international funding to also buy into these special assets that are tied to the infrastructure push. Okay, okay, very good. Um, the, the new government, just taking it on to a political level, uh, the new government assumed control at the start of this year. Um, what's that tell you for the future of PPP? Is this, is this a good thing, the added impetus behind it, or um, how does it look? What's the short to medium term future for PPP? There is an enhanced commitment from President Lula's administration to not only continue the, uh, the established run of PPPs that was established by the previous administration, but also he is invigorating it by adding six of the of the ministers, uh, which were former governors of large states, which in turn each had their own PPP activity and understand that the financing of the PPPs is beyond the scope of what the, the, the country arc of, of reserves can handle. So there will be an aggressive offering towards the international community to partake of that offering. And this administration aims to invigorate uh, at state and municipal level an activity on the PPP scene so that they can in turn mature their own uh, state uh, economies and be an active player in the PPP market, not just led at federal stage. And this will in turn reduce the risk for investors that have appetite for supranational uh, national offerings by decree of a, a new regulatory process that should be in place uh, in the coming months of August. Oh, interesting. Okay. Larry, so I think your message is to the international market that Brazil is very much open for business and uh, come and check out what you're doing. In fact, President Lula has recently used many times the slogan, Brazil is back, Brazil is strong, and Brazil wants to continue being a partner to world investors for the bounty of activity that Brazil has to offer. I don't think we can leave it on a better point than that. Marcus, thank you very much for taking time to join us on InfraDig. It's been very, very interesting. And um, also, Albert, thank you very much for your support as well with your translation. Really appreciate it. And for the listener, as always, I hope you found this to be anything but InfraDig. <laughs> <laughs>